Hey guys, I don't know if you're like me, but I love Count the Dings and everything it has to offer. I just can't find everything I need. You know, I know about Cinephobe and I know about the mailbag and I know about Bomb, but that's all we do, right, I mean? No, we do so much more. What? Yeah, absolutely. If you sign up, patreon.com slash count the dings, you'll find a plethora of other content, fresh content, extended content, the OG pod overflow, the Cinephobe cold opens that we've taken and made their own thing to live only there the re-watchingtons bomb and it's full Ooh. and unadulterated cut early drops of cinephobe episodes and so much more said the og pod now is it new or is it old mace i'm glad you asked that it is a new incarnation mm-hmm. of the old og pod oh. so it's me zach trey Waz, tom i love those guys just like we always were going back to the true hoop days mm-hmm. we're recreating that magic recapturing it and putting it back out we're talking hoops we're talking pop culture and most importantly we're talking for 40 minutes for free mm-hmm. but then another specific patreon exclusive segment for every one of those episodes funny enough about that og pod you're getting tom and trey on mondays you're getting me and waz aka zosny on wednesdays a means floating in between i'm a floater you never know when you're gonna get a mean in those so you gotta listen to them all and what if i'm not sure what maze looks like because i've always thought he's a fat man with a fedora he's got a weird voice how can i see for myself what this maze character actually looks like it's crazy you don't know the answer to this mm. because it's the cinephobe pod youtube page what the ct5s on the cinephobe pod youtube page you can look at all of us you can get all the og pods on youtube too at count the dings one on youtube at cinephobe pod on youtube patreon.com slash count the dings gets you everything all in one feed you can link it to your spotify and now enjoy the show hey listener underdog fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry you can play pick them pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower total in each stat for this week's games for a chance to win big you can actually win up to 100 times your money in a single night that's right i didn't say 10 i didn't say 20 up to 100 times your money Pick between two and five players, build a pick them entry. My favorite feature, you can make rivals picks. Pit two players against each other. Wembenyama versus Nikola Jokic. Tim Hardaway Jr. versus Norm Powell. Kawhi Leonard versus Steph Curry. Who knows? Maybe Grayson Allen versus Pat Connaughton. You get where I'm going with that. You can do it all with Underdog Fantasy. Make sure you sign up today with the promo code DING. That's D-I-N-G. And get your first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as an instant pick'em special. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our promo code DING, D-I-N-G, to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as an instant Pick them special must be 18 or older and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concern with your play call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org.
Welcome to another rousing edition of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. My name is Amino Hassan. I'm joined, as always, by Black Trey, Big Jerv, and Jay Skills. We got a hell of a show for you guys today. We're going to get into all of these scandals. People getting accused of stuff left and right, whether it's Aaron Hall, whether it's Diddy, Marcellus Wiley, Josh Giddy, like all these different cases are flying around. We're going to talk about all that stuff including a very important conversation on the age of consent. You don't want to miss it. Spoiler alert. None of us are like, yo, that shit ain't low enough. Like, trust me, we're, we're all with you. That shit is gross. But I don't think you guys know how gross it is, and we'll get into that detail. We'll also talk about how Trey won the big bet about Deion Sanders. Was it worth losing his black card and being called an Uncle Tom? We'll find out. <laughs> Also, an update on the fantasy rankings. Uh, but first, www.patreon.com slash count the things. That's where all the extra content lives. The OG podcast, the Cinephobe special edition episodes, the watch-alongs for games, for movies, all that stuff. We got it going on. You definitely don't want to lose out or miss out on any of that. Patreon.com slash count the things. Lock in. All right, let's talk about it. Niggas to talk about violence, but ain't really about that shit. I could, but but like, but that's my point. My point is either I I get it. My point is either you're gonna do something, or don't do that. Don't say it, or you just gotta keep it to yourself. Like I don't like that person, and that's it. Mm -hmm. But in the the infamous word. In the exactly in the infamous words of Mob Deep, ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. You can't like, ooh, because here's the other thing, Trey. You say, oh, you know, niggas just say that shit to say that shit, but it's like, have you ever respected someone? Ooh, I wish, I wish I I don't respect niggas like that. Cause I come from an era where it's like, are you gonna actually do that shit? No, then shut the fuck up then. But that's where we are. <laughs> I feel like in the world right now, I mean, like all the rappers, all the niggas, all the beat, everything is, it's been online and it's gradually been more. I mean, unfortunately, when it's not online, it turns into some ugly shit. Niggas can't just fight. But like, but that's like, I'm not here to condone violence. Right. I'm just saying, don't talk about violence unless you're actually going to be a violent person. Go be violent. If you're going to be violent, right. be violent. Right. Or, Find another means, but like to talk about violence and then not carry it through. To me, it's like it's it's unnecessary. It doesn't it doesn't or maybe I think that maybe this generational thing. It does. I say it doesn't impress anybody, but maybe I'm wrong. It, I it think you are. I, yeah, I think that's a big part of conversation online. Like I said in general, but I'm obviously for rappers, right? How many rappers do we know have threatened? To, I mean, Koofy Smacker, we went down the whole New York uh, radio shit, right? Like, all <laughs> yeah. of that was exactly what we're Legendary. talking about. Yeah, it was niggas calling in, saying, that you're a bitch-ass nigga, I'm gonna fuck you up, this, this, and that. Ray J's infamous rant against Fabulous about, you know what I'm saying? So, Booty we know that... Yeah, yeah. We know that Ray J did not go see Fabulous after that. Like, that was not the result of that conversation. But mm-hmm. niggas love selling it, and niggas are hella entertained and sometimes impressed by by niggas' character because he said such things. Sell it, it entertain makes sense. Entertain makes sense. Impressed to me is, bro. A lot of people like 
swear by whoever, you know what I'm saying? Pick any rapper or any nigga who, you know what I'm saying, gets on a microphone and talks shit. Most niggas do not get in fights or or have been <clears throat> fucking fucked up once it happens. I mean, look at the fucking academics Santana situation. Jesus. Like, like you scared to fight another man, but you on the internet talking shit? Like, <laughs> this is the world that we live in. It's acceptable, man. It's 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 acceptable. I, I just All I right. think like you could talk shit, but talking violence to me is the dumb shit. You could talk shit. That nigga crusty, that nigga broke, that nigga like okay. Everybody talks shit. Talking shit is it's a, it's a goddamn sport at this point. It's what we grew up on. And we all talk shit. But you don't talk violence unless you about to do violence. In the same way where niggas, niggas in the movies be have a gun and, and a nigga will always say, the old G will always say, now what you about to do with that? Right? Like, <laughs> meaning, like, you don't pull that shit out unless you ready to fucking get it popping. Otherwise, you're just an idiot holding a thing. So to me, it's like, it comes down to Talk all the shit you want, but once you talk about violence, like nigga, you gonna do it? No? Then shut the fuck up. I agree. Pretty much. But well, we are a peaceful speaking, podcast. We promote speaking, peace on this oh, podcast. Yes. I mean, we t- I mean, let's let's get into the uh you know, black mother, <laughs> black mother Dorothy, man. Can we talk about black mother Dorothy? <laughs> Yo, Jason, you are fucking funny. <laughs> bro, bro, the nigga, did the nigga just do the that? heart. He did the fucking TikTok heart, nigga. <laughs> Yo, make that into a gift, please. Um, no, Jim Ursay, the coach owner, bro, gets into it with Stephen Stephen A on first take, bro. Well, not on first take, but he he says basically, and on first take, the woman that preceded Stephen A, how dare you pretend to know me? I don't know your name and I don't care to. If my black mother Dur- Dorothy was still alive, oh you'd be in some big hot water. You are mean and ugly. You're a nothing burger, right? Who, and the trash talk was- black mother Dorothy? Oh, wait, but who? Jim Irsay, bro. He's talking about his mammy. Yeah. 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 This prompted me, because he, he had a whole thread. What that nigga, that what that nigga Russ say? Bro. These niggas trip. He, he had a whole thread, bro. And so this prompted me to actually, for the first time, look up who Jim Ursay was. I really Oh, didn't, you didn't know? No, I didn't know anything about this man. Other oh, than that, he always looks three seats to the wind. Like I don't know who he's the owner of I know the owner I, I know, of the codes and he's, I know that. I don't know nothing else. But he had the he had the whole getting caught in the car in the whip with the fucking with the drugs on him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew about the, those two things, and that was it. Oh, every time I that's see all him, to know. That's all you need to know. You can say no, but but look, but look, because this is what makes the story interesting. Like after I looked him up, because he goes on a he posts another tweet, um, talking about his parents were or his grandparents were immigrants and. Basically, they they got it out the mud, and you know he worked really hard, and then you know became the Colts owner. And niggas was like, "What, bro? Like your dad was a multi millionaire <laughs> who bought the Colts, nigga. You inherited the shit when you were like twenty five. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you literally talking about? Nigga, so I just never gotten shit out the mud, right? So I thought I thought maybe he was like a poor white kid that." 
you know, was maybe had a, a black mom in his neighborhood or something that he used to hang out. No, the house. I didn't this know nigga that. Had this. A mammy. That's who I that nigga had a mammy. I was confused because I that's the way he was presenting it was like he was some, you know, what I'm saying podunk white kid who just really no man pulled up by his hey. bootstraps and I was like, hey, I can imagine him crazy. now as a kid walking in is like. The black kids from down the block were mean to me, like, hush, don't pay no mind to them colored kids. They ain't got no, they just ugly and they mad that they got your beautiful white skin. Like, what the fuck, man? What you talking about, man? And here's my question about the whole situation. Black mother Dorothy, though. Why was Jim Ursay the topic on first day? I don't know that part. Okay, he got a DUI. He got, he got a DUI arrested. in 20. He got another one? Another, yeah, he just got one. Yeah. yeah he, he got, got another one. one? Yeah. Oh, and he said, I mean, he said that uh he was being race, racially profiled because he's a white billionaire. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. Butcher Box is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. I mean, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that hey, I'll put that on my black mother Dorothy, you think it? That's that's where this all comes from. Is that he said that he got racial no. profile. That's why he got a DUI, because niggas was racial profile and they pulled him over. Yo, that nigga that's tripping. It. Hey, that's it. That nigga tripping, dog. That nigga sick, dude. That's real. crazy, man. Yeah. So. Niggas be telling on themselves, huh? It's amazing. All day. All day. It's amazing. Day. It's like you could just get a DUI and then be like, oh, shit, man. That's it, huh? Or you could keep talking and like just make this thing 100 times worse. Speaking of making things 100 times worse by talking, Jesus Christ, Aaron Hall. Good God, oh, man. God. Go, Look, man. I don't know if he did it. I don't know if he didn't do it. I just know that the nigga's not doing himself any favors by talking. But you know whose he fault just, it really is. He just looked like a nigga, man. He yeah. just looked like yeah, a nigga. That just can't oh, help himself. He is, he is a nigga in every definition. But you know whose fault it really is, though. 
It's these damn interviewers. How dare they ask questions like, what were the 90s like? Oh, oh, like they're trying to trap these niggas, clearly. I hope all of y'all realize how dumb y'all sounded. Every time, like, Vlad is the feds. I'm like, ain't nobody putting a gun to you or to you, Irv Gotti, or to you, uh, what's his name, and asking y'all to talk. These niggas mm. are volunteering this information. Because you know what would happen if Vlad asked, yo, what was up with you and Gloria Velez? And the nigga said, I'm not talking about that. Next question. You know what would happen? Vlad would probably cut that part out. Because it'd be a boring-ass interview of niggas saying next question. They they include the shit that were you talking and you letting your fucking mouth run. I'll be right, listening but- to them shits. He don't even really ask. You don't even get in depth. Nah, I was going to say, like, he don't, niggas don't need to be egged on. Once the camera <laughs> is turned all. on, niggas are ready to, to give a show, you know? And that's really the unfortunate part about it because it's like, we know these people as entertainers. That's their profession. Uh, niggas feel like they got to tell every sensational, tantalizing <laughs> morsel of their life in order to get niggas to listen for five seconds. It's like, bro, you don't have to, like, give us the, you know, saucy details about every, you know what I'm saying, thing you and Puff but Daddy did. Like, do they not have, like, PR departments anymore? Like, there's not a PR, nah. per, or is that, is that just but in the Aaron movies Hall? and stuff? No, I mean, like, that's if you if you have PR requests, nigga. If you popping, you're not popping anymore. You just, them niggas is DMing them, like, hey, come People on my podcast. Just have someone that, 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 that they holler at before they make like, gonna, public statements. You gonna pay niggas 20 years after your career's over? You're not gonna pay niggas. What's Aaron Hall like, paying a nigga? Like, what, like, you don't got like a homie or something? No, I'm gonna <laughs> like, tell, I'm gonna tell you what first. it is. I'm gonna tell you what it is. The funny, the crazy thing is, yo, you've legitimately lived an incredibly impressive life, bro. There's so many shits that you could tell a story about that we would be amazed by. Just the other day, what I do, I shared the shit about, um, what was it? The niggas are talking about how they made the beat to uh fuck I, I, I can't I, it was it was Timberland talking about how he made the beat to I can't remember what song it was. And it's like, oh no, no, it was it was it was genuine. Genuine was talking about fucking Tim was Pony, about to give uh, the beat about Pony. Pony yeah, yeah. And about Pony, how Kim. he was he was gonna give the beat to a commercial. He didn't even like the beat, and genuine. And the dude that co-wrote it was like, oh, don't, don't give it away major, yet. man. Yeah, let's just, let, let us just fuck with it. And Tim was like, whatever, go fuck, all right, have fun with it. Like, he, he threw that shit at them. Like, this is trash. This is a trash beat. I was just fucking around. And then the shit turned into, like, the biggest hit of this nigga career and one of the biggest fucking beats fucking Tim ever created. But it's like, nigga, I didn't need to know who you fucked or anything. Like, that's an amazing, interesting story that got shared and went viral. Mm-hmm. Aaron Hall, I'm sure you have millions of stories about you, you what you actually did. Music, whatever. Even if, if you want to tell us a crazy fucking party story. Man, I was halfway asleep. And then Puff asked me, yo, we got a plane. We're flying to Vegas right now. By the time we land, it'll be 1 a.m. there. And then we partied and I didn't go to sleep for three days. Like you, I'm sure there's shit there. Nigga got to talk about, like, I was fucking and these niggas done seen me fuck. Who are you impressing? Who are you impressing? I don't, I guarantee you, man, there's not one nigga in the world's like, 
that's my nigga. He he fucked in front of other niggas, so they know. Who are you impressing, dog? It might be the some bitches get impressed by that. <laughs> some niggas in the world hearing what what we didn't been hearing about uh, Puffy and uh, Dwight Howard and uh, a lot of niggas. It might be a lot of niggas impressed by <laughs> by that hey, conversation, man. bro. Oh my Unfortunately, god! Unfortunately, the the reality Not of the even, world is actually a lot scarier than niggas. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Not even the gay. Hey, let, let me this way. Not even the gay homies want to see that shit. Nobody <laughs> wants to. Wa- well, let me take that back. I guess there are cucks out there. But That's what I'm telling you. The the, most part, from the paperwork that just got published in the Puff Daddy situation, nigga, apparently he did want to see that. <laughs> like that was some shit that that nigga was. Nigga, freak off, uh, man. Yeah, signing up for. Yeah, he was just describing the freak off. You feel me? Like Low that key. was that was their whole shit, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a whole quadrant of uh, niggas that do shit that we don't find interesting, entertaining, would never want to set our eyes or spirits on. And niggas are immersed in it, bro. You feel me? Like, deeply. So what, let me, so what you guys are saying is this nigga is speaking, are you saying he's speaking to a demographic that we're not part of or, definitely, or is he, or is he also, is it a layer beyond that where it's like, that nigga doesn't realize how small that demographic is? Both. Both things can be true. Gotcha. All right. You know what I'm saying? And he's such a part of that demographic. It's the same way that, I mean, maybe not the same way, but in a similar way, like how Cameron made fun of Just Blaze for being like a Wall Street nigga or, you know, loving video games. Yeah. Like, this is his fetish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He likes to talk about shit that's kind of gross to us. You know what I'm saying? That's what he gets off on. Yo, so what's this the thing, right? All these all these men um have been accused uh as of Friday of either allegations or you know went to trial. What they call it the deadline. Yo, that shit is yo, they've been they've been submitting all this stuff, right? And it it was it's a, a big chunk of like a lot of people that you know uh notable names here that uh that were uh brought in and um yeah dude this shit is crazy but why do you think especially a lot of people and i I feel like maybe just it's the celeb culture of people just loving somebody and just like not thinking that they're capable of any of this shit i'm watching older people older black people to be exact like no they just trying to get some money you know what i'm saying and why is it like you know whether it's 10 years two years 30 years why we still don't see it as wrong or like why well, I think it'll be the money grab though Trey. that's the yeah, that's that, the like there's that a couple the waters everybody got a there's price a, brother there's a couple of things number one sometimes it do be a money grab right number two the idea that this happened because there was a deadline right I think that that fuels it somehow. And we got all of these things real quick before Friday. Why is Friday? Well, because Friday's the last day. Like, why mm-hmm. is the last day? Why, why are we doing a Black Friday sale on this, right? Right? Because I think it's legitimate to say if this is some shit that happened decades ago, and then they had this law for the last year, you waited till the, the last two days to file, that there is a little bit of suspicion around that. Um, and then... Number three, I think because sometimes we, I won't say incorrectly, but loosely apply shit that happens to regular black folk to rich black folk, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea that the justice system is 
designed to incarcerate us and and is unfairly unjust towards us. The assumption is like, and they do that to Cosby and not, like like them niggas are not living the black experience. Well, well, it's so, a lot of black niggas. Not it's not a lot of black niggas. I mean, it's Diddy, Jamie Foxx, Cuba yep. Gooden Jr., Axl Rose, Harvey Weinstein, Donald Trump, Bill Cosby, Marcellus Wiley, Jimmy. Uh, I'm gonna talk Iveen, on that. Doug Morris, L.A. Reid, Russell Brand, Marilyn Manson, Harv Pierre. Is it Harv Pierre? Harv Pierre. Pierre. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hold on. All, all uh, of these were right now because I think wasn't the Russell Brand thing like some a couple months. Nah, ago? this is yeah. some new shit, brother. Some oh, it's another one. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Anti flags. Just insane. I had to throw the white people in there too, bro. Can't can't just Who the can't fuck just. Is that? I don't know. Broadway. Yeah. Broadway. Broadway costume legend. Uh, hmm. William Ivy Long, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is a lot of people that, you know, whether it's money or not, I mean, because that's at the end of the day, you you pay to make it go away, kind of, you know what I mean? Because right. you don't yeah. really want it to go. So it's not and like... These are, all, these are all civil suits. These are all civil suits, by the way. Yeah, it's not, civil suits, you know what I mean? Because at the yeah. end of the day, like, you know, it getting out there is just enough of a stain on your shit. You feel me? Yeah. Whether cash grab or not, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think... Whether it goes, it gives courage to other people to speak out because, again, you look at in the Diddy situation, it was just like, okay, Cassie. But now we got three more. It's yeah. like, you know. I, I'll be honest. I thought yeah. that shit was kind of low. I thought the number was going to be higher. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he heard that shit like, man, hell yeah. Hey, hey, pay that yeah. shit. Brack the bring trust up yeah. right now if that's all I got to pay. Right. But I think, I think also what a lot of them probably came out because – because of the Cassie situation and saw that it was successful, yeah. you know what I'm saying? In terms of like, if you are really, you know, a victim of, of yeah. this type of situation, like you're probably scared that it's not going to be successful, you know? So I, you, I you, think, yeah, my bad. Like, well, I think, well, I think the, one the, of the, well, the climate of it too, though, like, right. If you, if somebody yeah. has power, they, it's not just the movies. Niggas can literally say, make the shit go away. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And and it never makes a headline. A nigga really might get a briefcase full of bread and never talk about this shit. But then it's just some shit where, again, the shit done been passed, and now you got Gloria Velez talking about grooming. Yeah. You talking about now it's not even going to be about the bread. It's just going to be just more so just, all right, nigga, I don't care what happened. Or you can't, what, me, you know what I mean? Because in the situation, what is, what is grooming? Right. Grooming is grooming like is, when you, grooming you is like a, an you underage a young kid, woman, girl, and then and then you, you kind of teach her. Well, yeah, not even teach so, her so, yeah, no. So they've been applying this to uh, not just underage. Basically, if you have, I guess, in the new, you know, Twitter sphere world version of this, ten year or more gap, I would say people start to ascribe this word grooming, which I don't think that it means that in particular, I'm just telling you how it's being looked at. But the, the, the thought is like, yeah, somebody is maybe 35 or 40 and they're dating a 19 or 20 year old. I'm saying, and then they, then they uh, are with them for a while and kind of quote unquote, groom them to have the, the attributes and the features of the partner that they want, you know what I'm saying? because they're too young to have autonomy or to not be um, susceptible to this older person's uh, knowledge of the world and, you know, money or whatever. That's going to do it for us. uh, Remember, patreon.com slash count the things. Make sure you're locked in on that. 
for Trey, for Jerv, for Jason. I'm Amino Hassan reminding you, reminding you to stay black, motherfucker.